0: Hello, and welcome to Eyes and Vibes, the soccer podcast where we talk everything USMNT and sometimes more. I'm your host, Trevor Hickman, alongside my co-host and friend, Blake Woody. And today, we will be your tour guides on yet another expedition into the stars and stripes abroad. This episode, we will be talking about everything from daring escapes for Destin Polisic to a far more positive nine time. And, of course, remarking on the impressive performance from Leeds United and Marsh's men. But before we jump into all that and more, how was your first week on the work grind, Blake?
1: Trevor, my man, uh, it was okay. The uh, The work part was pretty good, but unfortunately, I came down with COVID, which put a big damper on things. So uh, still getting over that, but... On the bright side, it gave me a ton of time this weekend to watch some uh, great USMNT performances that I'm excited to talk with you about today. Um but yeah man, how's your week?
0: Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was good. Um you know, we've were were you know, just a little little Sega into how things have been recently in the office. Uh, you know, there's there's been movement on the get a TV for the world cup front it's i believe that it's being ordered as we speak so let's um, go man that's exciting positive signs because uh for better or worse either that was going to be up on that screen or it was going to be minimized in the background when the boss walked by so for (laughs) sure sure. (laughs) but uh but yeah so uh let's let's get into it um because it has been a crazy busy week. And I think that the first thing we should talk about is some of the developments around our bigger players and, and how they're not having an, an, as easy a time as you might think they would. And, and one of those has to be serginho Dest. So I'll start by asking you the question, and it's not an easy question. Where do you think serginho
1: should go? Yeah, Trevor, you're you hit the nail on the head here. It is not an easy question, but he's got to go somewhere. I think Xavi even came out and said that that Des needs to get out. He is not in his plans whatsoever. So Sergio needs to find a new club in the next week or so before the window closes. Where that is, you know, generically again, anywhere he can get playing time, specifically. The Bayern links before he went to Barca, that could still be a, a good move for him, I think. It's it's Bayern. It's almost a good move for anyone if you can get playing time when you're there. <laughs> Problem is, you got guys like Benjamin Pavard. Going to be a little bit difficult. Again, it's Bayern. They've got money. Um, They can bring in more competition down the line too, even if Dest does get some time now. But again, that could be a good option. I think I've seen Dortmund thrown around, which would also be really interesting. I know... To, he's still pretty young, so he would could still fit into that age profile at Dortmund. Yeah,
0: and Dortmund has uh, Mounier, who is uh, incredibly slow. He, he's Look, yes. he's, he's a serviceable player, don't get me wrong, but Dortmund is not a team that meanders up the pitch, so I, I can't see them being so likely to you know shun the idea of taking a slightly faster and more attacking player. Because look at Rafael Guerrero, for example, on the uh, left side he does similar work to what Des would do in terms of being pretty much always forward and having adequate defensive cover from your other center backs. So I think that, um, I think Des would fit in well there for sure. Um, mm-hmm. but I'm going to, I'm going to go ahead and, uh, and give, give an opinion that that may be a little surprising. And that is, I think that, Manchester United would not be a terrible move for him. And the reason I say that is because I, I genuinely think that when when you look at United, everyone has this sort of shadow and that's been cast over them where they can't play defense. And if he was to move there, they're going to lose every game. But let's just keep in mind that they spent $80 million on a center back recently. So he's going to have adequate center back cover. And when you think about death's time at Barca, he's had to track back constantly to make up for the fact that PK and Busquets are over, you know, talking with Shakira, or they were, but <laughs>
1: <laughs> but, Man, but the
0: Shakira shade. I know, I know. Well, no one's safe here, but <laughs> um, yeah, but it's really interesting because. He's always been in this role of J- Javi will tell him go forward, but then suddenly it's a uh, well wait a minute no you need to track back now you can't do both so ultimately I think he's in a tough spot but I, I think that Manchester United might provide that escape for him that could work pretty well because you know he's worked under. Uh, Ten Hag before you know when he was at Ajax so it's a familiar player and a familiar system and he'd be playing around other Dutch players like Malasia and um and Martinez so mm-hmm. I think that it's a really interesting thing to think about and uh yeah I mean it's it's a it's a big move it's a big move no doubt um but an even arguably bigger move would be what what is Polisic gonna do? Because when you looked at him this weekend and in the past couple weeks, he has been just stuck. Mm-hmm. What so what what are your what are your thoughts on that?
1: Trevor, he needs to leave, man. I think I said it a few weeks ago. And like you said, over the weekend, these last few weeks, it's time. Unfortunately, I was just looking at Bleacher Airport. It looks like a few hours ago. Uh, it looks like he's going to be staying, which I don't agree with, but, um, you know, I think where he should go, he should go to Leeds United, join up with the boys, Tyler, Brendan, Jesse hugged over the weekend. There That's where go. he should go. Um, but <laughs> they, I mean, just imagine how exciting that would be. Not only for USMNT fans, but can you imagine after seeing that performance yesterday, uh, Putting Christian in with that team, how exciting and dynamic that whole squad would be. Uh it's got me salivating, but oh absolutely, absolutely. Right. right? I mean, so
0: you could you can anticipate quite a few more grok spikes from uh Jesse Marsh <laughs> after goals <laughs> because there would be a lot scored. And I think it's really interesting. We'll we'll get into the lead stock in a little mm-hmm. bit, but when you look at them. They recently had their next game versus I think it's Brighton, not not a big name, flexed to the USA channel in favor of Chelsea, in favor of Manchester United, Manchester City, because so many people in the US are rallying around, you know, USM and Leeds. So it's it's great to see, and um, I I, I like I like the move, Um, but I'm going to disagree with you, and I'm going to say. I actually think it's not that big a problem if he goes nowhere and if he plays limited minutes. And the reason I say this is because, yeah, I I get that you want to see your player doing well, but we know what Christian Pulisic is. We know who he is as a player, and he he can reach into the bag when he needs to. And he's not going to have that opportunity with Chelsea for the next couple of months, and, and that would be unfortunate but you know what else he's not going to have 37 tackles put in on him every single week. (laughs) He's going to be sheltered on the bench and have an opportunity to play spot minutes, stay fit and not get injured before the world cup. Because if there's one baby Eagle, we need more than the rest. I argue it's Christian Pulisic. So I I would disagree. And while I, I like your suggestion, I went with a bit of a trap question because I think at least for me, my opinion is he goes nowhere and it's not actually that big a deal. What are yeah. your thoughts?
1: That's completely fair man. I you know I still disagree I I definitely get where you're coming from. I just want to see him get playing time man see him fit and uh, you know we see all these other, players in the pool right now who are doing some great things when they're getting playing time and I just love for Christian to be one of them uh in form as well and have that opportunity and who knows maybe he can still have that opportunity maybe he if he can get some some goals or assists in uh his time off the bench under Tuchel and uh maybe get back into the starting lineup but um I still think he should leave but definitely get your your point of view
0: yeah yeah it's uh it's it's a tough one there's there's no mm-hmm. there's no right answers here um mm-hmm. but I, but both ways you know one way our Saturdays are a little more boring, but we might have an intact Christian ballistics so it's an interesting thing to think about. but speaking of uh Saturdays and and making them a little more interesting, uh there is another young American player that is making a move to the Netherlands. And that's Georgi Mihailovic. Uh, He just signed with AZ uh, Alkmaar. And uh, they are a club that is mid to higher table in the Netherlands. And they just broke the transfer record for him, for their transfer record at six and a half million, which is, it's a big statement of commitment. What do you think about this move, not even from, uh, is this a good move for him? Because of course it is. He's going to Europe, but more from, uh, do you think he could have gotten a better club
1: offer if he had just waited a little longer? Yeah, Trevor, I don't know how I feel about this. I'm not quite so sure this is the best move for Mihailovic actually. Uh, you know, he's a super promising young player. That's got a great amount of potential And I love that he's going over to Europe, too. Uh, We all get super excited, of course, as U.S. fans when our young guys go over to Europe. It's exciting. It gets the media talking. It gets all us talking. Great things. Great hope. But, you know, Trevor, I feel like there have been quite a few moves like this with our guys going over to sort of like mid-table leagues um sort of mid-tier leagues i guess and mid-table teams in those leagues no offense at all to the dutch league i know it's a it's a very good league but we've had guys make moves to teams like this before yeah
0: but it's it's a step up though it is a step
1: up but there have been a lot of times where it hasn't worked out and you know our guys have had to come back over to the u.s um and to mls and things like that so i don't know man i don't know I think I would prefer to see it to have seen him wait a little bit and see what else he could get, maybe in a future window. But
0: but if he waits too long, then his window of opportunity may pass him by. I mean, look at the injuries that he had recently. He he would have had a chance at a US camp, but he unexpectedly got injured. You you can't plan for that sort of thing. So that's fair. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I agree with you on this one. But yeah. Well. Oops. Well, okay. So that was our timer. There we go. You got there it. There we go. There we go. But uh, that timer, customized timer, if you will. So uh, you're welcome, iTunes store. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That, that, that. What What is that, Blake?
1: Yes, sir. That's nine time, Mr. Trevor. And <laughs> Trevor, what a great nine time this is going to be. It's hard to imagine really much of a better nine time, isn't it? Than what we saw this past weekend. And I love the uh, the board in the USA that was ringing over Cairo road after Josh (laughs) Sargent's triumphant performance (laughs) this weekend. Trevor, we were ragging on him and I think rightfully so Sargent was in a slump. Um, He was struggling getting playing time and we brought that up last nine time. And what did he do? He responded. In well, a he heard us. He heard us. He heard us time, man. Three <sighs> goals in his last two games. And Trevor, for the plane for Qatar, I think Josh has gone from being an Uber driver, dropping the players off at, yeah. uh, outside, to uh, to getting in the security line. And you never know, TSA agent Greg, even if Sergeant keeps up to this form, might point to the back of the line at jossie and be like all right jossie get get through here you're getting on the plane but sergeant's put himself in good position he's put himself in line at least and if he can keep these performances up TSA and greg's gonna have to let him come through uh but anyways trevor i want to hear your thoughts too on the nines this weekend and give me some of your favorite performances and if there's anyone too who didn't do quite as well who you're looking for some more
0: well, I mean, I, I could spin a wheel for you, Blake, because whatever <laughs> it lands on it, it, that player did well this weekend. I mean, if you look at, all right, we'll, we'll go with, with my boy at this point, Jordan Pifok, who I absolutely, I made this prediction earlier in the season and I, I will ride this until he stops scoring, which is not going to happen. But I made that prediction that his transfer was going to be a great one for a variety of reasons. And he, Delivered again, this time versus Red Bull Leipzig, which is not a bad defensive team with guys like Jasko Vardiol and um, uh, Vili Orban, which are two really solid defensive players. And yet PFOC just sliced right through them for a goal and an assist and a pretty stunning upset compared to, well, actually not that stunning because Union has played over their ability level for the last season and a half, but on paper still quite the upset. So I would definitely say P was a big winner, but Haji took that to heart and heard it as well. And he ended up scoring two goals versus the last year Turkish super league champions. And he's another one that's just said, Hey, I'm still around. You know, don't just, you don't leave me in the mud in, Haiti with that last game that we played where Greg decided, yeah, that's it for you. You know, he, he, he wants to, he wants to put his name in the hat and Hey, uh, I I can't, I can't fault him because he's putting in the work and scoring the goals. So Haji did well. And then I'm going to bring up a guy that is not really in the picture. And yet he simultaneously absolutely is. And that is fuller and Balogun. And as an Arsenal fan, you probably know who that guy is.
1: Oh, yes, sir. Big time. I just we just need to get his commitment, man. Get him on the U.S. train. That's the thing, man. And I, I can't tell you how many American flags I've
0: spammed <laughs> on his different profiles. I'm probably blocked on 10 different <laughs> sites at this point. I'm, I'm emailing his refrigerator as we speak. But <laughs> But uh, but he's one that if we were to get him, it would be an amazing get because he is excelling right now in uh, the French League with a goal in his last or not last first three games in the league, a goal in each one. And he should have had two, but he was barely offsides. But, you know, right now he is tied for the league lead for goals with this guy. uh, You may have heard of him. Lionel Messi. Mm, so that guy. yeah, that guy. So he, he's another one that's saying, Hey, don't forget about me. And, and we're definitely not forgetting about him. He just needs to remember us. So he's a really interesting one. And then if we're talking losers, unfortunately, well, I still think he has an incredible amount of potential. Ricardo Pepe is in trouble. And mm. Is whether this is an Augsburg specific problem or just an adjustment to the Bundesliga, I can't tell you. But he just, he's not in form right now. And while he was up until a month ago, I would say pretty much a pretty surefire lock, even with his bad or slumping performances, I just don't know anymore. There are too many players scoring goals to say comfortably. Oh yeah. That, so that, that's that for him. Um, he's in automatically, you know, he, he may be the TSA agent <laughs> because I don't know if he's getting in. So mm-hmm. I think that that that's, that's my roundup for nine time. was there anyone else that you had in mind or, uh, or was that, was that all of the goal scorers all eight goals?
1: <laughs> yeah, Trevor, those are the big ones, man. But let's give some credit to our MLS guys too. They're still mm, doing well yeah. out there. Brandon they Vasquez, jesus yeah. Ferreira. True. Season's still going on. They're getting stats as well, getting goals as well. So it's, it's they a both good position, a goal. man. Yeah, yep. exactly. Exactly. Yeah. We're uh the wine is growing and it's such a fluid situation with our nine spot right now. Uh, But we're in a really good spot, especially compared to maybe like a month or so ago. Like you told us how all these guys would be doing right now. I think all of us would take that in a heartbeat. So absolutely. Absolutely.
0: Yeah. It makes for a lot more fun viewing when Mm -hmm. when your players are are putting in work. So speaking of putting in poor work, what do you think of the leaked U.S. kits? Uh, If I'm not giving away my opinion already.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Trevor, I don't know if you want to get me started on this, man. It's it's just awful. It's just awful. Nike, American-based brand, one of the biggest brands in the world. The US is triumphant return to the World Cup after eight years. And this is what you come up with, really? Like, I I don't know. Like, I just don't know how this got green lighted. I, I don't know who came up with these, who thought this was a good idea. I I don't know, Trevor. It's so poor.
0: It's so <laughs> poor. And the thing is, it's not even like it's a debate. No <laughs> one in the Twitter or just soccer community in general is saying, that's what I was looking for. Even the players are publicly denouncing yes. this. <laughs> yeah, I, I think Weah and McKennie have both denounced it at this point. And last I checked, they'll both be wearing them in Qatar so if that doesn't give you a perspective on it I don't know what will but I think uh I think they've absolutely dropped the ball on this one and it's a pretty terrible jersey but I mean ultimately I'm gonna support the guys if they're wearing trash bags but uh but we're not too not too far above that unfortunately so we'll uh we'll we'll, we'll see if they change it around a little bit if that exit acts- Uh, actually ends up being the exact kit but I I I think unfortunately that it is and we just need to accept it you know maybe that's what kept Balogun from committing he saw those jerseys and he said nope not doing that yet so (laughs) just gotta see just gotta see uh so talking about Josh Sargent and all that um what are your thoughts on uh, you know, I, I kind of left the MLS guys behind in my conversation till the end. And we brought up Sergeant first, but some people may argue that the MLS is an equivalent league to the championship. W- what are your thoughts on that? Do you, do you think that there's a, an argument there or
1: no? I think there's starting to be one Trevor. I don't think it quite is yet. I would still hold the championship a little bit higher quality, but, the gap is closing very quickly. Uh, we saw this weekend, too. I know, again, we're going to get to the least performance, but MLS players all over the Premier League, also Newcastle, Miguel Almarone, have been showing their stuff and showing that MLS players are ready to go overseas and make a big impact overseas as well. The talent base is growing. As we were talking about last week, a lot of great young guys there as well. I still give the edge to the championship just with, the profile of the league and how there's still a lot of talented young players there, of course, as well. And just the rigor of the championship season and the feeding into the Premier League and just I'd still go to the championship, but it's getting closer. What do you think?
0: Yeah, so um, I'm torn on this one because I think that the MLS is getting stronger but I think that some people are reading in too much to the signings being made as the league is suddenly caught up because the names are slightly bigger and that I would fundamentally disagree on. I don't think that we can base LAFC and LA galaxy signings as where the league now stands. I think it's a projection into the future. And I also think it's a projection in to players importance to living in the U S versus playing really substantive soccer. But, but ultimately I think that it's a, a scenario where most of the teams, I, I would say at least 12 of the teams in the championship are better than all of the MLS teams. Now I, I, I might rescind that to half, but, but I'm not going much past that. I really do think the MLS is slightly overweighted in that we get big, big names to, to come over and suddenly it's, Oh, we got Gareth Bale. So we must be like Madrid. No, that's not how that works. That's uh, we got Chiellini. So we must be like Juventus. No, not how that works. And I think that that idea is why I can't fundamentally say yes. The MLS or MLS is equivalent to the championship, but I don't know. I think it's. It, yeah, I agree. It's getting closer. It's just when is it going to get there? Mm-hmm. But yeah, I, I think I think it is that time. Let's talk about that incredible Leeds performance mm-hmm. because that was something special that we saw. Uh, I, I'll I'll get it started by saying Aronson scored a goal that I pretty much can say with certainty is the exact goal I could have predicted Brendan Aronson would score because he is relentless. He is a pest. He is, his appetite for pressing is insatiable. It's unbelievable how focused and driven he is just to close someone down with no sense of reward most of the time. But Every once in a while, you get that goalkeeper or that player that falls for what Brendan's doing and ends up tripping over it. And that was Benjamin, um, Edward Mendy this weekend. Uh, it it just was, you know, he, he's a guy that's made that mistake before with Madrid, but that was uh, a huge error. And it was narrow that wouldn't have been caused if Brendan wasn't all in on the press and when he scored, and by the way, you may have noticed this, you may not have. He no looked it, and okay, from you know one foot out, it's it sounds a little less impressive. But hey, Roberto Firmino does it, and so does Brendinho. Okay, but I thought that was really interesting how he scored and he did that because he's not too big for this league. Or sorry, he's he's not this league is not too big for him, and he's showing it through his performances. But I want you to talk about. Arguably, the man of the match, and, and in fact, not arguably, he was voted the leads player of the game. And that is uh Tyler Adams. You know, g- give me a rundown on what you saw and what you liked, and uh, and where
1: you see him going in this. Oh, Trevor, I'd love to, and yeah, big props to Brendan, first of all, of course, incredible game. Uh, but Tyler, I agree with him being man of the match, man, he was sensational. He was all over the pitch, Trevor, watching the game pretty much everywhere. You're like, oh, there's Tyler Adams. Oh, there's Tyler Adams. Here he is again. (laughs) Going into tackles, winning balls. I was really impressed with some of his passes forward, too, uh, in the first half and jump starting the leads attack. Very impressed with that part of Tyler's game, a part of his game that I think he's really growing, um, and it's really helping him being at leads. But again, he was just everywhere, man. And he had a sensational performance, I think well-deserved man of the match. And I'm super excited, man, about him, where he's going. I think he has potential to really, maybe I won't go as far to say dominate quite yet, but to be a really good player in this league. And I think a lot of people had been talking about how Tyler would be a really good fit for the PL and he's showing that to be exact, exactly Uh, I also, um, while we're on the subject of leads, real quick, just got to give a shout out to, I know he's not technically USMNT, but uh, Jack Harrison, my fellow Wiggler. Yeah, there you go. Had a great game. And I did want to bring up Trevor super quick. I won't spend too much time on this, but. His USMNT eligibility, because he lived here for a while. I know, man. This is something that's been talked about before, Yeah. Very likely, no. (laughs) But if people are interested, there's an article on themedium.com, I believe it was. Really good article. Apparently, there's slightly a gray area, if people want to check that out, that if the Federation and Harrison really wanted it to happen, maybe, just maybe it could. So maybe something to look out for, too, down the road. Yeah, I mean, because good luck getting in as an English
0: winger. Yeah, exactly. Currently, I don't think that's going to happen. So it, it could it could potentially give him an alternate where he'll play for a national team. Mm-hmm. And if you look at his style of play, he'd fit in very well with us. Um, so now the strategy is continue to bring Americans to leads until it is all Americans and Jack Harrison, and suddenly he feels obligated to join the USMNT or he won't play. Wait, no, no, that's not it. But
1: (laughs) that sounds exactly my FIFA say, man.
0: Yeah, there you go. There you go. Career mode with Jack. 100%. Yes, sir. And the
1: whole US uh, roster as well. Of course. (laughs) Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: All right. Well, uh, one more topic and then we will call it. And that is uh, because I think that there are a lot of leagues we talk about, but one of the ones we don't so much is the Scottish League, and right now, Timothy Till or um, Malik Tillman and uh, James Sands are both doing really well. And while Malik Tillman's gotten some love recently for his goal scoring, James Sands has quietly become quite the player. Mm-hmm. What, what What is your thoughts on him? Do you think he fits in well as a center back or a center defensive mid or what? what do, do you think he's got a national team future? I mean, what, what
1: are your thoughts on that? Yeah, I think he does, Trevor. Maybe not in Qatar, but maybe. It's tough. There, The spots seem to be getting harder and harder to get every weekend. Uh, but like you said, he's been getting pretty consistent time and uh, putting in some good performances for Rangers up in Scotland. So... Uh, I, I like what I've seen from him and I think he's definitely trending in the right direction. Like you said, the positional versatility is a big plus as well. Uh, he could be a good spell to Adams as a CDM to a position. We're a little bit light on behind Adams. So definitely could maybe sneak in there, but things are looking up at the very least long-term for James Sands. What, what are your thoughts?
0: Absolutely. I agree. I mean, there, there was definitely a point for James Sands where he was a player that basically was taking an extended vacation to Glasgow. There was no there was no sense that he was going to stay. It was basically just this loan. So, hey, you can try out Europe and then say you've done it. But he's now moved himself from, oh, OK, we have an injury, so we'll bring him in just to play him for the heck of it, to starting games in qualifying for the Champions League. I mean that's that's as big as it gets and he's starting those games as the center back. And when you look after the games as I love to do with Americans and other players, that see what the comments are about that player. There aren't a lot of bad ones about James Sands right now. There are some about Goldson, which is the, his center back partner, who is one of the most solid and reliable players in the league, but Not many about James Sands, which tells me if he was doing badly, there would be a magnifying glass on him right now as an American and as a loanee that they haven't even bought yet, but he's not. And that is a really encouraging sign and a reason why I think he'll continue to start these really important matches, which is an incredible thing to see because it's just more and more and more Americans. I mean, because you've got Malik Tillman now who's – fringe starter I would say and then you have James Sands who is also now fringe to starter which is uh, it's incredible to see and then on Celtic side you have Cameron Carter Vickers so when we watch the old firm derby this year there's a reasonable chance that there are three Americans on the field
1: which (laughs) I don't think we could have predicted going into this season. Sir, it's exciting times, man! Exciting times all over Europe for the USMNT right now. Absolutely, absolutely. Well,
0: I think that'll do it for this episode. I've enjoyed talking USMNT with you, and uh, yeah, man, we'll we'll just see how things develop in the next week. I'll uh, I'll expect to have you know ten more goals to discuss. And also, just a little teaser on Thursday, we have an interview coming up with another player that has recently moved into a different league from Casapia's uh, uh, youth development. So, he's another American dual national, and he also plays center back and midfield. So, Should be an interesting interview to talk to him about his move, where he's moved, and how he's feeling about the experience so far, as well as his background. So tune in for that. That will be coming out probably Thursday or
1: Friday. Sounds good, man. I'm looking forward to it, Trevor. And thanks to all the viewers. Appreciate y'all. Absolutely. Absolutely.
0: All right. Well, we will talk to you all later. Thanks for tuning in. And keep vibing.